Okay, so we're back. We're back. It's been a long time in real life. We're like in the podcast community, but in reality, this is a few hours after we recorded the last one. <laughs> Welcome back to the Crank Chronicles, Daniel. Are you excited? Crank Chronicle number dos. Numero yes. two. Once again, you're going to realize how many awkward pauses I cut out. And we're not going to be as witty as we seem. And I'm sorry for the peeking and screaming. And also, Dan's I don't know about you, Jake. So... I'm, I'm going to sound pretty wise. He's going to sound so intellectual. Just all these dramatic thinking pauses. Moments. Listen, exactly. I'm an artist, okay? You got to think sometimes, you know? You just okay. got to think. Thank you for <laughs> <laughs> telling me that. Um, there is a couple things I wanted to go before we get into our main thing, but I will first do the introduction. Yeah, I was about to say. Uh, yeah, I forgot last time, so I did actually have to do some editing for that last one. But it was probably seamless. Probably not, because I already listened to it. All right, here we go. <clears throat> you may want us to talk about this or that, but we don't care. We're going to talk about whatever we want. Blah. Bam. Welcome back, Daniel. Thank you for welcoming me back, Jake. I welcome you back as well. Thank you. I feel so welcome. welcomed. Thank oh, you. That's great. Welcome. So, welcome. what are we talking about today, Jake? Welcoming. No. Just, uh, just talking about welcoming people? Oh, I'm going to turn welcome. you down a little bit. I forgot to turn you back down. See, this is the stuff you normally don't get to hear because I edit it out. But no, you get to hear it now. Okay. So, so uh, today I wanted to talk about, we're going to talk about eventually our, some cross-country stories that make us laugh. Um, in love and enjoy and cry and like wonder why we ever did run. But first, I want to talk about some comic book movie news stuff, if you are okay with that. No, not at all. How so getting you? started. <laughs> um, I just saw that The Rock's movie, Black Adam, you know how he's Black Adam in the, going to be Black Adam in the DCEU, whatever it's called? Yeah. They are starting to film in summer. It actually is happening finally. I think it's been announced like forever ago, and now it's finally happening. It's finally happening. Wow. Yeah. The Rock has posted is he a bunch have of pics. hair? Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> I, I don't know. Doesn't Black Adam <laughs> have hair? I don't know, but also it's The Rock, so I feel like they can adapt for him. <laughs> adapt it for The Rock. Yeah. But, I, just but, I just would want to Kind of like they did for Nick Fury. Again, like It didn't look funny. like Samuel L. Jackson before, and then it started to. But anyways, mean? like in the what? comics, yeah. Like I think they, I'm pretty sure it, like, it didn't look like Nick, like Samuel L. Jackson, and then Nick Fury. They started to, to write it as if it was Nick Fury, and then he eventually took on the role in the MCU. I, I think yeah, that's that's how a, it works. no, that's exactly how it went. Like they started saying, you know what, just just draw him like it's Samuel L. Jackson, and then yeah. they started doing that, and then he was like, yeah, I'll do it. Maybe they'll do that for The Rock. <laughs> All the comics okay. look like The Rock now. Yeah. But anyways, he started, like, uh, posting some pics on Instagram of him working out. And he always, like, looks scary when he's working out. But he's, like, starting to train hard for, for Black Adam this summer. And I was like, train hard? What have you been doing before? Like, you are the biggest human in the world. <laughs> like, you're already super swole. I wonder, how much like, swole how... can the swole get? Yeah, how much further it's going to go and... I don't know. He's just like, just... he gets so swole that he can't move. So it's just like a giant yeah. bouldering, literally a bouldering <laughs> rock. It's just like, this is, he's, he's evolving. <laughs> he's evolving to boulder. But yeah, he's like posting all these things. He's like, yeah, um, the 
the DC power hierarchy is about to change coming for you, Shazam. And I'm like, whoa, <laughs> like he's getting intense for it. He's getting ready. Also, cool also, mm-hmm. well, do you have any thoughts on that before we move on? Nah, I'm good with that. Okay. Well, also, also the Obi-Wan spinoff series. That wow, this is, is something to talk about. Yeah, that starts filming this month, and it's reported, I think, that Hayden Christensen is coming is back as Anakin. to return. Yeah. So that I wonder what time period they're doing this in. It might be like a flashback to like the Clone Wars, or they might have to DH well, him, or I, I is don't it know. Like, is it like after the episode three? Is that confirmed? After episode that three, he's Darth this... Vader. That's what I'm saying. Is when is the series taking place? Was it ever confirmed a time? I believe it's after episode three. I believe. Okay. I don't know. If so then, yeah, it would have to be a flashback or something. Yeah, either a flashback or he's going back as Darth Vader. They... But I don't think because I'm pretty sure in episode four. They're like, oh, I ha- we haven't seen each other in a long time. And I think it's assumed that, like, they haven't seen each other since, like, he cut his limbs off and everything. <laughs> that whole shebang. Yeah. Oh, yeah, just, just, just when I chopped your limbs off, you know, no biggie. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if they, it'd be cool if they brought in, like, a live-action Ahsoka. A live-action what? It's like, Ahsoka. Oh. Like, flashbacks and like that. Yeah. Cool. Right? Well, also, the Clone Wars, I think, season seven, I think we just got a release date. It's, like, February 17th or something like that on disney plus which may or may not be before or after this comes out i don't even know because hmm. i'm gonna space these out pretty far i think depending Let's on how many we record anyways but that is all i had on that news do you have anything else um liz Long is sending pause. me more star wars memes memes That's but yeah it's more Nematodes. memes more memes Cool beans. Okay. The best kind of memes. Well, let's get on to what we're going to talk about today. It's whatever we want. Blair. Which is... (laughs) What, Daniel? (coughs) That secondary intro killed me. Um, Well, today we're talking about cross-country stories, you know? Yeah. Stuff we used to do, like like you said earlier, like why are you running and stuff like that. So We used to do the country of cross... I know I have a lot of stories, Jake, so I'm going to let you start off with yours. Well, I have a lot of stories, too, because I, if you want to check out my YouTube page, Totter, I've only made one episode, but it's a mini animated series where my roommate and I talk about our running stories, and we've recorded two episodes, I animated one, and haven't gone from there, but uh, we talk about a cow stampede that I led, but I'll save that for the video, you can check that out, but... What story do I want to tell? Because I, I like made a long list of all my interesting running stories. You said you had a list. Just pick one, dude. All right. Is it, should it be something that like is us together? Like you breaking your leg? That's track, though. Or is well, that going to be running. your story? I mean, that could be my story. I have many right, stories. We'll get to that. I can I also will, talk about I how tell... I threw up like almost on Ashley. Oh, my gosh. Um... <laughs> can, we, can we say... Th- <sighs> okay. That's um... fine. All right, I'll, I'll go. I know what I want to talk about. Yeah. So you you remember, do you remember during cross-country camp when I accidentally went on a 12-mile run? Yes. Oh, that was well, I'm hilarious. I'm going to talk about that because everyone, everyone, every time I s- say that, they're like, how do you accidentally go on a 12-mile run? <sighs> okay, so we're at cross-country camp, and cross-country camp is one of the best weeks like of any young person's life young for lives. a cross-country runner. It, it was a lot of fun. We went to Kutztown University. He's about, I don't know, like an hour, hour and a half away from here, maybe? Yeah. Hour and a half. And it's, uh, you spend a week and you're training with 
like college athletes who are like your counselors and you're running like all week you do morning runs um after like evening runs and then in between you have like workouts during the day it's just to get you in shape for cross country and you're just spending like a week with your team not worrying about anything else like schoolwork or like summer work or anything you're just running and it's honestly like a lot of fun just at fair to say for no it is i mean for i mean people who listen to that they're like all you do is run like you don't run like all the time there's like scheduled runs like there's a morning run that you do and then like you do some like training and stuff throughout the day yes you're repeating exactly what i just said thank you yeah but then you have like breaks and stuff. (laughs) the way you said it sounded like it was like all all the time well yeah and it's also yeah you there's like a lot of like fun activities they have us do like there's a dance at the end of the week we go to mount gretna which is a lot of fun which we can tell more stories about that but on this this is where my accidental 12 mile run starts. I think it was my junior year of high school. Uh, because yeah, yeah. Cause I could actually do a 12 mile run my junior year of high school, <laughs> not before that. But, um, so we, I was, there was different groups you could run with groups. Group one was the like fastest who went the longest distance. Group That's five strange. was like, no, I wasn't actually, I wasn't group one. I actually never ran group one until after high school when I came back like freshman year of college when I wasn't mm. actually running. It was dumb. But anyways, that's another story. <laughs> but I was I was uh, kind of chilling in group three that year because um, that's where Eric was and Eric and I would were like running buddies. And group one and two would run together and it was just really fast because like Seeger was kind of setting the pace who was a yeah, really fast true. runner on our yeah. team. So I just did not want to do that. Uh, and this was also before... Yeah, anyways. So we... You're led by like a counselor who's a college kid, and we had a new counselor, um, this gentleman who, like, I think he, he was just trying to prove himself and just wanted to be like, yeah, I'm I'm meant to be here. So he was running with group three, um, and we're running for a while. We we were told we were gonna go out on a six mile run, and I was like, okay, that's cool, um, I can handle that. Um, and so we go out, we run like five miles, and. So the group starts like splitting apart, which was typical. There was multiple counselors. Um, so there's people like in the back and the people that dispersed throughout the middle. If people were like split apart, cause some people kind of misplaced where they were in the groups. And after about five miles, I actually, um, it was a, there was a, started out with a group of like 20 kids, maybe, maybe 30. And after like five miles, everyone was dispersed out. There was only five kids in the front still in that like one pack with the lead counselor. And I was about 50 yards behind them. I was starting to trail back which was fine. I knew we were supposed to be close to the end and we're just running, we're running. And I don't really recognize where we're at because I shouldn't really, cause I'm not familiar with the area. Yeah. Cause and over there in Kutztown, it's like all farmland, right? It's so all farmland. Like so everything just looks the between same. Like fields and like, yeah. Little back roads and stuff like it's, that. It's really nice for running. It's, it's great, but yeah, I just, I just expected, I just didn't know where we were at. And then you're like five miles out. So yeah. Yeah. We're five miles out. And I start, so I start like kind of separating back and then we go another two miles and I, I didn't have any way to track like how far we had gone. I just kind of felt like we were close to being done, but like we weren't, getting close back to the university. I didn't really think anything of it because I was just focusing on running really. But then like the the counselor and the group of kids in the front who were like 50 yards ahead of me like stopped and, and like by this farm. And I was like, what? So I ran up, uh, like just caught up to them. Um, and then as I'm like approaching, I hear the guy, like the farmer say, oh yeah, it's five miles back the other way. And I was like, what, what did he just say? And then one of the other kids in the front was like, we we got lost and we're five miles away from 
from campus. And I was like, what? Are you kidding me? Because I was, I did not think I was in shape to do 12 miles, but I, I did eventually. And eventually Eric caught up to me because he was a little bit behind me. And I explained mm-hmm. the situation and he was like, what? So, I mean, we just had to run back. So we ran seven miles out. We ran five miles back. And dude, by the end of that, like when I knew we were really close, Eric and I were just like, just fighting to get there. Because we were also going at a pace that was like four or six miles, like a, a training pace that like once we got to six miles, we'd be like, okay, this is great. We're done. So that's why like around seven miles, I was starting to tra- trail behind because like I paced decently and we were still going. So by the end of that 12 miles, I was like exhausted. I burned so many calories, but like, it's a great story to tell. And then Eric and I skipped the evening run that night. But that is my yeah. I remember, first I remember, I remember being in the room like when you guys got back. You guys yeah. were like drenched in sweat. You guys were like, you guys were like heaving. You're like, <laughs> I'm like, it's not fun. I'm like, are you guys okay? And then you like, then you told us like we just ran 12 miles. We're yeah, like, we were we were mad. Like I was in group five, which was the slowest group. I forget how many, I forget how many miles we had to run. It wasn't that many. Oh yeah, well that's sorry. Go ahead. I, f- I forget if I was actually in the running group that night, or because f- I remember junior year. You did like the therapy stuff. Or yeah, because again, I broke my leg, and it was the year right after I broke my leg. So yeah, so sometimes still... you were in group five, sometimes you were in like a special section that like yeah for injured injured kids, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. But yeah, but we I remember like asking group one, I was like, "How far do you guys go?" They were like, "Oh, we did like nine miles." I was like, "We did more than you," and we're <laughs> group three. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that, yeah, that's insane. and I remember at dinner, they announced, they were like, yeah, we're really sorry about like group three that happened. Uh, you guys only have to do like one or two miles for your evening run. And I was just like, no, I'm not even doing that. I, I just, Eric and I just skipped. We were like, no, you guys were like, yeah, no we're more, <laughs> no more. Cause usually we, the morning runs, the long run, the evening run is the like recovery run. So usually it's like six or seven miles in the morning, at least for group three, it was. And then like three to four miles in the evening. So already doing 12 miles, we had done more than the max that we had ever done in a total day, but we'd you done it in one run. Yeah. yeah. It was, yeah, I'm still, <laughs> I'm not, I'm, I'm not mad, but it just, it makes me flustered. And also I'm proud that like I survived at least. You know? <laughs> okay, I get a shirt that said I survived the 12 miles. Yeah. <laughs> uh, All I- right. That was my story. Oh, oh my gosh. Feels good to get that off my chest. Well, since we <laughs> keep on bringing up the leg, I guess we should talk about the leg story. Yeah. It's, there's a good chunk there I can talk about. So, uh. <sighs> This was back in sophomore year of high school, and this was during track. And our one friend, Leppy, convinced me to start doing pole vaulting. His name's Aaron, but we call him Leppy. We call him Leppy. It's his like, nickname. Because he's think, short, so he's like, leprechaun. He used to be short. Um, and he's, he, he was well, like yeah, a leprechaun. Not, yeah. Now he's taller than you. <laughs> hey, I broke my leg. Did <laughs> it stunt your growth? <laughs> yes. That's okay. my excuse. Um, so, sophomore year, track. First couple of weeks of trying out pole vaulting is going okay. I'm getting technique down. Technique. Okay. Technique. But um, there was this one day where I'm just off on the side, and I'm doing just like some run-throughs with the pole. And this one time, It's the I, simplest thing you can do. I just didn't land right. Literally, so imagine this, okay? Imagine landing on the top of your foot. This might be gruesome for some people. Okay? And instead of the weight coming down and the bending point being your knee, it's the middle of your leg. 
as in like the the lower like tip fib area right so i remember going down i it didn't feel right at all i I knew it and then i heard the snap and it was just like it's like thanos (laughs) (laughs) no it was like a clean bone snap it was just that because of the way that my weight was coming down it was just it was just perfect for it to just do that you're going it was my leg i know <laughs> oh and the same t- and here's the funny thing okay jake at this time was doing time trials yeah i was doing so, this workout where like we do 400 we do 400 so we pretty much uh, we were doing like we would do like a lap and then we would like recover then do another lap like pretty fast and recover and daniel's on the other side of the track so every so like, I ran ar- the first time I ran around, he was on the ground, and I think I saw Tyler or Leppy or someone like running over to him or just like walking over, and I was like, "That's strange." And then we did that lap. I walked over again, and then I think the athletic trainer was starting to walk over, and then we came back. We did another lap, and then we started to do another lap. And as I got over there, there was like a group of people around there that usually were not around the like pole vault area and i was like all right something's wrong and then by the time i did like my last lap daniel's mom was like driving on the track <laughs> to pick him up and i was like what is happening yeah no it was a lot <laughs> i didn't know that was your perspective like lap by lap that's pretty yeah funny. it was <laughs> but no so like i was on the ground and i was like screaming for help for like a solid minute and nobody came because like leppy was out doing something and Tyler, like leppy and tyler are out getting poles i think that's what they were doing mm-hmm. So they were away from me. Uh, and then there's a throwing coach, and he just ignored me, apparently. And I'll get oh to that gosh. later. Because there's a story where he talks to me later, and he's trying to trying to apologize. But um, he just apparently ignored me. Um, so eventually, Leffy came over. I'm like, listen, I need a phone. I need the coaches. And at this point, it was weird, because I was like, I'm on the ground with my broken leg. Like, like I can't do anything. But I'm telling everyone else what they need to do. They're like... <laughs> get me yeah well so i'm like i need a phone and then like my uh, i'm not sure if you remember but aaron my cousin she came yeah. over and actually used her phone i forget if it worked or not i don't think it worked because like her cell service was bad or something oh so then i got somebody else's she phone sprint i don't know sponsor a sprint <laughs> um so then i think i got like leppy's or tyler's phone right because i went over to their bag and they got back to me yeah and i called my mom i'm like listen I need you to come to the school right now. I broke my leg. And she's like, oh, my God. Oh, I can't even imagine how your mom reacted. I I remember the first time that she came down, she came down to, like, the lower lot. And you can't get to the track from there. So I saw her, like, drive away. I'm like, no, where are you going? (laughs) Come back. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, by that time, like, uh, I remember Coach Kel came over because he was the one that was doing the the exercise for you. And he's looking at me. He's like, what's wrong, Dan? What's going on? And I had, like, athletic pants on. So I lifted up the pants, like, the one leg. Uh, and he could, it was a clear, it was obvious I broke my leg. And he's like, oh, well, Dan, uh, looks like a uh, little situation there. <laughs> so he, he uh, when I got the trainer, like you said, they got down, picked me up. They got me in, like, a little temporary splint. Uh, my mom drove across the track, picked me up, and we went to the ER. One of the hardest uh, moments for me. Not only as just like somebody who's like broke their leg, but like as a runner, is I remember when both because my sister and my mom were both in the car, right? And we all yeah. go to the ER. Um, they both got out of the car when we got to the ER to go in and get a nurse, right? Yeah. 
So I'm in the car by myself for like a minute. I'm looking down at my leg. And the thought goes through my mind that I might not even be able to walk right again. You know? That is scary. Yeah. That's like a serious thing, right? Yeah. But I'm like, listen, I can't think like that. I just gotta, I gotta fight this. I gotta work on it. And I gotta push it. And you did. I did. But, uh, yeah, so I go into the ER. And let me tell you, man, nurses are crazy. Okay? Like, <laughs> like, nurses work like, hard. Like, like, no, no, no. Like, I'm not dissing on nurses, okay? It but like, sounds like it. Like, they're very hardworking, and I, I, I definitely appreciate them. They help me out a lot. But there's, I don't know, just social interactions with them can be, I don't know. I mean, I can also really? speak on personal behalf because Liz is going to be a vet tech. So, uh, you know, so there's parallels there. Okay. I don't know. Um, the reason I say this is because when I got there, there's several instances where the nurses were acting kind of weird. Okay. okay. First example was when I was, they got me in like a temporary ER room, right? They did yeah. a couple x-rays of my leg, had me, oh man, I remember this. I was on the bed and then I had to lean, like I had to rotate and sit my leg like and hang it over the edge of the bed. That way they could yeah. realign it. That hurt. Oh. Um, <laughs> oh no. The first instance with the nurses, okay? They, bless their hearts. <laughs> I, they're trying to get my leg back up on the table or, or on the bed, right? Mm-hmm. That way they could do the x-ray. The way that they're grabbing it is they're grabbing me by my knee and by my oh. heel. Okay? Yeah. Now, if you can imagine this, if the brake's right in the middle, which it was, if you're grabbing by the knee and the heel, it's going to start bowing. Yeah. Okay. So I'm like... I literally was like, yeah, okay, stop, stop, stop. Listen, listen. I literally was like, okay, listen. The brake's right in the middle. Grab it by the quarters. That way it's nice and balanced when you get up on the table. Like literally the nurse was like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they did that. And it was like, well, yeah, less pain, you know? <laughs> and this is all, all this nurse talk. Uh, we appreciate nurses <laughs> and everything they do. No, no, it's like, they just didn't know where the break was. So yeah, when I told oh, them okay. that, they were like, yeah, 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 that makes more, I should have said that in the first place, but uh, they just knew it was broken. Yeah. At that time. Um, but so, it healed eventually. It took like forever yeah dude it was forever i re- oh i didn't tell you i told you this before but there's this one nurse after i was like resituated that she started massaging my foot did i tell yeah. you about that no okay so there's this one nurse that started massaging my foot okay this is like an older ner- uh, nurse she's like 50s 60s something like that okay um and they started hitting me up with uh the morphine right to deal oh jeez like that because they're also going to get me to like my room and stuff like that soon. But uh, yeah. so she's just she's just massaging my foot. Okay. Now you know me. I'm sarcastic. So I was going to keep on. This is an older woman, and her I hands. I don't like where are, this is going. Her hands are kind of like wrinkly and like crusty-ish, you know. So I was going to be sarcastic and be like, "Wow, you really got soft hands," you know. Because I had a broken leg. I didn't care, you know. Oh, okay. <laughs> if I was being rude or not, I had a broken leg. I mean, I should, I should try to be nice, but at the same time, like, it was just weird because she just randomly started touching my feet or my foot. But the way I said it, because of the way the morphine was hitting me at that time, because it just started to hit me, instead of me being like, wow, you got soft hands, it was, wow, you got soft hands. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and she's like, 
Thank you. You're not the first person to tell me that. Uh, uh, oh, dude, I wanted to die. I was okay, like, can just, we end that part oh. of the story now? Let's talk about dude. your recovery, please. <laughs> yeah, so uh, pretty much what they had to do was they had to put a rod in my leg. Uh, and my bones are so thin mm. that because uh, they're thin, but they're dense. But their smallest rod just barely fit. So during surgery, they had to literally hammer in the rod down my leg. Okay, okay. Let's stop getting into the details now. You healed, hey. right? Yes. So pretty much for the next couple months, I was going through my own personal like physical therapy. I was going to the YMCA. Um, doing like some... Well, this was like... I had to, of course, like wait a bit before I can actually like put weight on the leg and stuff like that. I remember yeah. putting weight on the leg again for the first time. And it was it's hard to explain it's like a magical moment but it's like it's magical because it's supposed to be that way when it wasn't uh -huh. before you know what i mean yeah yeah um and of course i didn't put too much weight on it for too long i was just like testing it just doing like foot taps <laughs> yeah but it was it was it was good to feel that um that's a nice little memory um but yeah for the next couple of months it was just going from like different stages of like this kind of cast now getting to like the boot so then uh eventually being able to put weight on again to eventually what was it it was because tracks in the spring right? yeah you were in when your did, wheelchair when, forever when did that start you got to ride the elevators <laughs> yeah i was <laughs> but no like when, when when did that was it like march dude i have no idea i don't know it just yeah. felt like forever <laughs> no no it was march when it happened um and then what was it yeah i was in wheelchair for the rest of that season for track that summer i was doing recovery stuff and then by that fall which is cross country i was already up and quote unquote running again it was more like jogging but yeah it was i was running jogging again. that's that's why over the summer towards the end of summer at camp you were like doing injury stuff yeah uh, it all kind of came to a head that next, uh, track season. Uh-huh. Which was pretty much me. Like I set the goal for myself to get back to where I was before I broke my leg, which was, which is a lot because yeah, like I was crazy. I was like five, I think I was like five thirties of like five. My best was like a five thirty for like a, a mile or something like that. Yeah. Um, but on average, I was like 540s, 550s. <coughs> so pretty much my, my goal was to break into the five minutes. Yeah, I remember when you did. You were I was so happy for you. And you Dude, were like I was, very proud of yourself. You were very happy. I was, and I, I was bawling. Was that, that, yeah. my, that was like one of the first times I've ever cried like tears of joy. I remember because that whole season, like I was working and then I, like, I had times yeah. where like I didn't want to push it too much because I, like, I was nervous about the leg. And then there's other times where I wasn't, and I just like gunned it, you know. But then I like, yeah. felt it later on because it was still recovering, you know. Because mm -hmm. um, the, it's like one of the, what like the third or fourth biggest bone in the body. Uh, I think it's something like that. Like that. The, the I don't know. Tibula, tibia. Yeah, you tibia. probably know better than I do. Because <laughs> your femur is the biggest. Yeah. And I think it's the either somewhere between two and fourth biggest. Okay. But uh so because of that it takes a long time to heal. 
uh, pretty much what I'm trying to say is, so when it came to the, I didn't actually beat that until like the very last race of the season. I remember like, it was like the last couple, it was like three or four races. I was at like 604 to 611 for my times. And okay. I was like, yeah. I need to break this. Yeah. So I, me- I remember it was that last track day and it was one of those days where I wasn't feeling it. You know, I was just like, I'm not sure if I could do it. I went to the bathroom down there by the track. And I like looked at myself in the mirror. I'm like, I don't care if I re-break my leg. I'm going to oh my get gosh. into this. Dude, that's the kind of motivation you need to have to do that kind yeah. of stuff. And the race started. And I, 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 I mean, you know how it is when you're running. You have to like tactically think out like your pace. It's a pace. And, like, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's different in a race on track for then cross country because like it, you're lined up with everyone else. You got to stay in your lane. Yeah. Cross country, you're like trying to find the most efficient path. You don't have to like stay that. in your lane in the mile. No, not in the mile, but it was, it was different, you know? Yeah, it's definitely different. You're running in circles. I definitely like cross country better than track. Yeah, same. But still, you know, it was, it was, it was good. So I remember it's the very last stretch and I'm like feeling my leg and I'm just like, okay, I got to go. glad you're still I'm, feeling I'm your going. leg. Well, no, I was, I was, <laughs> I was like That'd feeling a bad if you did way. not feel your leg. <laughs> no, I was feel, like, it was like, like at that time still the, the, the mended point was, uh, I could still feel it, you know? Yeah. And it was, it was like flaming. And I was like, listen, I got to just do it. So I, I remember that last stretch I bolted it. Just do it. And I was so dead. I was like just laying on the ground for like a solid minute after the race. And then I got up, looked over my coach's shoulder. And I found my name, looked over. And it was like, Daniel Cardona, 556. Yay. Yay. I, I, I was... That was a tough year, but yeah, yeah. It, was, it was good. But shaped who you are now. Yeah, I'm just I don't have my abs anymore. I'm all fat. <laughs> nah, I'm not all fat. Still got some shape to me. But um, oh, it's... yeah, it was, that that was pretty much the leg story. Just how I broke it, and then you know, the year later yeah. I got back to where I was. So yeah. Yeah, that's really impressive. Happy for you. Thank All right, you. let's do. Let's each do one short story, and then we'll call it a day. Alrighty. All right, you go. I'm gonna tell. Don't mean to one up you, Daniel. But I'm gonna tell a story when I broke five minutes at track. I know this is cross country stories, but I'm also we're branching into track because this is just a quick running story. in general. We're just we're just running. Yeah. If you can't so, tell, we like to run. Yeah. I just felt like running, Jenny. <laughs> but um, when I. So in track, between sophomore sophomore year and before, I was not the best runner. I was pretty close to the back, uh, especially eighth grade and ninth grade. But then I started moving up a little bit, tenth grade. And coach always said like, you should train the off season; it'll really help. And I was like, ah, what can that do? And then I was like, you know what? I'm gonna try it this this year. So between sophomore and junior year, I actually trained in the off season. I didn't stop running, so I didn't like kind of regress. And I was doing very well and so junior year of track i um i think it was junior year i was running yeah it was because it was just seager seager was like my 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 i don't know what i want to say see i would cut this part out too my 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 my, my, like 
decider of the date. I could have said that better, but I'm stressed because I know I'm not cutting this out. But we, so we were going against Cedar Cliff, which is like our sister school. And no offense to Cedar Cliff, they do not have the best track team, in my opinion, or just like like distance team overall. You know? Wow, Jake, you just bashing on them like that? There's one. There's one good runner, or there was at least my time, Aiden, uh, who yeah, your one friend. ran against me. <laughs> we we would we would always go back and forth, um, and. Um, I think at this point, my time was better than his for the mile. I think he's more of like a distance runner. He he usually beat me in the 5Ks, but yeah, I, I beat him in the mile often. Um, and so you only have to, in track, the way it works, you only have to make the top three places to place. And we thought, or pretty much kind of guaranteed to have those top three places. It was going to be Zach, who was first, Nate, who was second, and me, who was third. And Zach, I think, was going to save himself a little bit for the two-mile or just for something else. I don't know if he was running the 4x4 four four or something, but or maybe the 8. But I think it was probably the 8. But Seeger was like, I'm going to help you p- help pace you because he knew I was trying to – I was approaching breaking 5, and I really just – I yeah. wanted it. I was hungry for it. I think I, I was at like 501 or 502 for like two races in a row, and I just needed to pace better. Uh, I think for a pace you need like 115. You're supposed to like run like 114. Back 115 will give you a five minute mile uh, for the 400 pace. So we were running 114s and then trying to just go all out. So I think I, um, I I told him about that and he was like, yeah, I'm gonna help you pace, which was so I'm so thankful for this, Zach. If you ever for some reason listed this, thank you. Like this is one of my favorite like running memories. But so we start out the race and I mean it's just a mile. Um, so we do the first lap and I think I ran a one fourteen, So it was like right on pace. I was very excited. Nate was out in front. Um, he was going to get first. Mm-hmm. Um, Zach was, uh, like beside me, helping me pace. And then we ran the second lap and I think it was one fifteen. So we were starting to get a little behind, but I wasn't too worried because we had like the one fourteen was still good. And I was like, I was very nervous. Um, but, because as we crossed the third lap, because the third lap's always the worst, you know? Yeah. Because like, you're like, you have to yeah. keep up your pace, but then like you're also like, it's hitting you. Yeah. The initial like excitement and adrenaline is definitely worn off, and you still have like two laps to go when you start the third lap. So by the end of the third lap, I think I had ran like 117. So I was pretty much still exactly on pace to run like a five-minute mile or something like, pretty close to exactly on pace for that. And I was like, no, I need to break it. And Zach was like, we got to go. So like we freaking took off. And I, I remember going down that straightaway, the final lap. And I was just like sprinting as hard as I'd ever sprinted before. And, um, um, this isn't, I'm realizing now this isn't really a funny story, but it's just a happy story for me. But, um, uh, we, we were like just running 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 and right at the very end zach like pulled back so he would let me get second and get more points which i i like one of the nicest things uh he and anyone has ever done for me so i really appreciate that but um i placed yeah, second I and i got that. yeah i placed second and i got a 456 so somehow i got back on track with the 114s and uh broke five and i was i was so freaking happy but huh yeah that was good times, good races. And then after that, I uh, kept going down. And I think my best was like a 451 was my best mile, I think, or something like that. Hmm. That's really good. Yeah, man. we did it. 
Do you have a quick story you'd like to share about, uh, well, I don't know. Since I was talking about the nurses earlier, I got one more nurse story. Oh my gosh. Is it's that it gross. Kind of... It's is about it my dad. leg? Yes, kind of. Well, that doesn't count then, because you already told your leg story. You gotta do something. Well, no, it has to do with my wheelchair and my dad. It wasn't me who was injured, it was my dad. Okay. So my dad was working my wheelchair, right, after I broke my leg and stuff. Because we were pipping it out. We're adding like rims. Oh right, I remember and, like, this. Right? This was very cool when you came in with with all the stuff. That was fun. Yeah, it was cool, right? And I had like the yeah. the switch for the LEDs and all that stuff. Yeah, Daniel had the coolest wheelchair <laughs> of anyone. <laughs> so um, what was it? So as he was working on it, he drilled a hole through his finger. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Now he has like fatty. You fingers. said this wasn't gross. It, it's not. What. <sighs> It was just, just a clean. Continue. It was just a small bit, just clean through and through. Continue. Not, not, so he has to go to the ER, right? And there, this is yes. only like a week later, okay, or a week, two weeks later. He's at the ER. They check him in. They're like, "Hey, what's your name?" They're like, uh, "It's Lee Cardona." And they're like, "Lee Cardona, that sounds familiar." He's like, "Yeah, my son was in here not too long ago. He broke his leg." And the nurses, <laughs> I kid you not, are like, "Oh, Daniel, my God." <laughs> Such a nice young boy. Aww. Damn. Oh like, they remembered me. And I was like, That's nice. What? You made it's an nice. But I'm like, What did I. I literally told the one to lift my leg up the right way, and the other one I said had nice. Maybe when you were fingers. like under with the like the morphine or whatever, you just like you said some very friendly things. I don't know. <laughs> Start up like a whole like intellectual like conversation while I'm under. Yeah. Oh, that'd be funny. So yeah, it was it was just funny that like the nurses like remembered me. You know, I, I personally felt like I was kind of not as nice as I could have been, but at the same time, I guess I kind of <laughs> I mean, was. It's a, it a situation you probably morphine. didn't want to be nice, you know. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of hard like, to be when you're like in so much yeah, pain, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I just yeah, thought it was yeah. funny that the nurses remembered him, and they were, they said those things like they were like, "Oh, he took like he took charge." Like, what did I told you to lift my up my leg? <laughs> that was it. Well, maybe they're talking. Maybe you told them about like at the high school you took charge. Like, you no, know? I didn't tell them anything about my school or anything. Or maybe I don't know. <laughs> it was weird, but yeah, that was another funny story. Go along with that. Cool. Well, is there anything else you'd like to add before we end episode two of the Crank Chronicles? If you're a person who doesn't like to run. Please just just try it, you know. Just go give it a try. Just go put your feet on the ground. One put foot, one foot in front, in front of, of the, other. the other. Yeah, just like you're that. also gonna see how out of sync that is because I usually make them in sync. <laughs> I felt like it was okay. It's all right. On your end, it is. All right, take us away, Daniel. Introduction. We just talked about whatever you wanted to talk about, and now we're done. Yeah. Whoa, what's that accent? That's my walking accent. <laughs> uh, I'd love to hear everyone's thoughts on what people think of this. Um, it's only temporary, like I said. Um, sorry, again, that it's not the highest quality production, production quality, but uh, the times doing they what are we can. Changing. Times are changing. We'll be back eventually, like, I don't know when, but either. Eventually. It depends on how long I'm staying in LA, which I don't know. Goodbye. Thank you for Please. listening.